Hi, this is Philip Wurter. And Bernard Zimmerman. Welcome to our podcast series, Virtual Leadership Development, How to Master the New Normal. A warm welcome from my side as well. In this series, we cover a range of topics that all have an influence or impact on leadership development and all its applications in a virtual context. In today, our 11th episode, we continue talking about owning the process. Now, in our last episode, we spoke about the elements we need to own in order to own the process. And we discussed preparation and observation. And we then said that in today's episode, we would continue with the other two elements, hook and purpose. So Bernard, let's jump in. What do we mean by hook and purpose? Now, what do I mean with hook and purpose? Hook is always something we used in the past and purpose as well, but it needs to be very clear why you're bringing them in, why is it interesting for them, what do they get out of it, and how can they really be effective in interaction and maximize their own value, and with a purpose also know have the deeper meaning for them, uh, how they connect to the content, to the experience, the dynamic they will have in the workshop. Bernard, just for those people who are listening who maybe have never heard of hook and purpose, why do we call it hook and purpose? Hook is very simple. Now, you get hooked onto, that means as a participant, if you hear something that raises your interest, that is what we call a hook. So it's something that, oh, that sounds interesting. I need to pay attention to this, staying focused on what's going on. So you are literally fishing. Yes. And the purpose is the deeper motivation. The hook is paying attention in the moment. And the purpose for me or in my experience, it creates the energy that makes the content work through longer lasting. Mm -hmm. It creates an interest to carry it over from the short time memory to the long time memory and reflect on it after it's over. So that's for me, the two elements that come together. I need to be very focused and own these and make them as clear as possible. So one point for me on the hook, and that's what I find sometimes is the hook is for the participants, not for the person leaving the Mm -hmm. workshop. Yes. And there sometimes is a difference. Why we want to talk about this is not necessarily why should people hear this? What's important for them? Yeah. Because if we catch them with a hook, you've got them through the whole workshop and they're paying attention. Mm -hmm. But if you don't, you have them peeling off and starting to multitask and doing all sorts of strange things after the first 10 minutes. Yes. So hook of purpose was the third. Remember, I said I had four. The last element you need to own is check-in. Now, check-in is a procedure a lot of times used even in face-to-face workshops, but here check-in I think is even more important. Take enough time for the check-in that people can arrive because it helps them to get at ease. It helps to get to know each other if they're not very familiar. So when you have a series of workshops, maybe in the first workshop, you spend a lot of time in a check-in and less time in the workshop that come after with the same group. One of the part that comes in and check-in as well, it eliminates barriers. People come in 
imagined or real barriers. They feel kind of alien sitting in front of the mm -hmm. webcam and in front of the screen. And by doing the check-in as a ritual, it kind of lowers this uneasiness and it brings them closer to the interaction because they've heard, they participate already, and you just need to be clear that you facilitate that process smoothly. And in the same way as you do the check-in, of course, you know, having a checkout at the end to let people go in a way that they can leave with something in mind that was most important, for example, as a question. So the check-in and check-out always has particular questions that either leads into the content or takes them out and let them go, but let them go in a way that is complete and closed. And if, I just want to go back to check-in because there are some other reasons why I find the check-in really important. It's a time where you learn people's names and you associate mm -hmm. that name with a face not just for the participants, but very much for you as the facilitator or the leader of the meeting. But secondly, it creates equality. Everybody has the opportunity to say what is on their mind to a specific topic and to be heard. And that being heard is really powerful because if you are able to really talk about yourself and not just, let's say, a three-second check-in, that's nothing. Mm. But you're really able to say something about what is important for you, an opinion that you have or an insight that you have. That helps you get through whatever the barriers are to be part of that meeting. And I think by now it's clear for all of us that the barriers in a virtual situation is much stronger than the barriers we have in face-to-face. -face. And everybody has to listen to everyone. That's really important. So a tip here, sometimes people like to ask others questions because of something they said. Mm. If you allow that, that turns it into free for all. So very important. The check-in is about a time for respectful listening to everyone else. Yes. And as one element, what I do when I have specific check-in questions, when a participant says, well, name, and this is what I'm interested in, and they jump over a question, a question that may have more personal disclosure, then I do at least, depending on my intuition, I do a mm -hmm. probing when I ask, I say, how do you arrive body and mind? And I don't hear anything. I said, so what about body and mind on your side? Anything specific? And then some people, if they don't want to, I don't press twice, but I pay attention that people have the opportunity to respond to the questions. So thank you for listening today. And in our next episode, we're going to talk about rules of engagement. And I'd like to ask you a question to reflect on before our next episode. And the question is, what makes you feel safe and be able to open up and to allow yourself to really take part in a virtual session or to lead a virtual session? What is it that makes you feel safe? That's it from me. Thank you very much. And from me as well. Thank you and goodbye. But finally, before we go, if you would like to connect with us or share your insights and feedback, please feel welcome to do so either on LinkedIn to me, Bernard Zimmerman at contact, that is C-O-N hyphen T-A-C-T or Philip Bota. We're both based in Germany. 
or you connect uh, with us via email at philip at bota.net or bernard.simmerman at contactinternational.com that is c-o-n hyphen t-a-c-t hyphen international.com we look forward to connecting in our next episode thank you and goodbye <laughs>